Yes, and we're here on our next interview today, man. Uh, again, this is a pleasure. This is Chris Gotti Lorenzo giving him the business with my partner, Don Dinero. Hola. And we have another special guest here with us, Michael J. Peyton. <laughs> thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, thank you for coming, man. You, you know, you're from on the West Coast or no? Yeah, I'm from the West Coast originally. Born and raised Oakland, California. Now I live in L.A. Yeah. But I, I lived out here, too, for a minute. So I'm... I'm well-traveled. Well-traveled. Yeah, well-traveled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, I appreciate you coming down. You know what I'm saying? There's so many things. You know, I'm going to explain when we first met, which is an incredible time, to all the things you're doing, you know, and talk about business opportunities that came out of everything. You know, for the for people that know don't know, uh, Michael... Jay Payton, what he did was make a documentary about murdering, yeah. unbeknownst to me and Irv. And um, we 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 don't know it exists, but we do get an email, or not an email, an Instagram, you know, message. It was crazy, all organic. We don't know, we didn't know you. And then all of a sudden, we're getting these texts on Instagram. And then I know I responded, I believe I responded first. And said, what's up? And then you sent me the link of what you did. Yeah. And it was a documentary on Murder Ring. But it was well done without me talking to him, giving him information. So I know you did a ton of research. And I know that you knew the business of what we're doing with Murder Ring. Because you really went in depth. You went in depth with the music side. Then the, then the whole trial. All the artists. I mean, it was really well done. And I, I was like, wow, whoever this is. I need to reach out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what I did. And yeah. and again, I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Thank you. It was a you. dope, that was a dope time. Imagine that, De Niro, like someone made a whole documentary on your life and you don't know him. I mean, I remember when you guys spoke and he even did the, I think it was Puto, he came up to I think we was on the road when we, when I, yeah, when, I, yeah, when yeah, we, we actually we, spoke, we was yeah, in the tour. Yeah. Uh, I think even, first of all, you were impressed and then, you know, you had to send it to Irv to see if Irv, yes. when Irv seen it, he was like, wait a second. Yes. This kid here, you know, yeah. so Chris was like, wow, he's getting all the facts. And I remember that discussion of wanting, you know, to meet who you were and then figuring yeah. out. So I think that, um, again, I was telling you before that you, you're a great lesson to learn of having an idea and just taking action and doing it. Man, he was just telling Ish, our cameraman, that off air, that exact thing, what you just said. Yeah. It's crazy, but that's he took that initiative, yeah. and he said, "If I you learned know, many, anything, that's what I do." Ideas that don't take people don't take action on at the cemetery right now that would never that might never try humanity that might have, and you tried and look now how you know the journey so, of your life has. Evolved. Yeah, so explain what happened after me and you spoke. What was the next things that went on? Man, well, the whole thing happened um, as we talked about. We got got the call from you. Got the call from Irv. Um, it was actually the, the day that I buried my mom. That was the, that's right. I remember. God bless. God the bless. Day, the day I buried my mother, I, I sit down. I get the, the the Instagram is blowing up with Irv looking. Yo, whoever this Michael Payton guy is, yeah. you gotta find him. <laughs> and everyone in his comments was like, "He's gonna sue him. He's gonna sue him. Yeah. Like, don't don't give him." And Irv was like, "No, nah, I'm gonna put him on." So I talked to him, and from there we 
been through a couple little changes. This was almost three years ago, yeah, now, y'all. Yeah. So see yeah. the time it takes. It, t- it takes time. Greatness takes time for everybody out there who think your dream don't absolutely happen overnight. Like it doesn't. It does. So even not. from the moment you met him and started working, we still it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. And we we just got from from there on. Um, we grinded. We was with another company, and then things kind of fell through with the pandemic, and we uh, we just got greenlit earlier this year to do the documentary with, with BT awesome. and we're out here right now. The official. Now this is official, the official documentary. The official murdering documentary. Yeah. Five part docuseries. It's going to be fire. It's going to be crazy. We're going <laughs> to reveal the name soon. I'm telling. It's. <laughs> I told I told Sausage pause. I told Sausage <laughs> Sausage is at the head of uh, the, our production the yeah. production team that yeah. you work with. Yeah. His name is Chris but he looks Chris uh, Costin. Chris Costin, yeah. And, but he looks like Kevin Bacon. So <laughs> Kevin Bacon, he can't be Kevin Bacon. He's got to be Chris Sausage. Kevin Sausage. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Just call him Pause. Yeah, Pause. Pause. <laughs> no, shout out to Chris Costin. Yeah, shout out to Chris. He's, he's a, dope. Uh, he's our showrunner. I'm, uh, uh, the, you know, they're blessed with the opportunity to direct yeah. and produce the entire docuseries. Yes. So, it's, it's incredible. Opportunity of a lifetime. Yeah, but it all stemmed from him being proactive, actually making the documentary, then reaching out. Even if he just made the documentary, that's not being that's not enough. Like right. the what really it was that you reached out and said, Hey, take a look yeah. and who you are. You gave you a whole like synopsis of who he is yeah. and what he's about, school yeah. and this is what you want to do. And again, that's what we love. I yeah. you know, my interview I just did before you, I was explaining how many different opportunities I gave different people that may I don't even know that, right. you know, right. someone introduced me to just came out of jail. It didn't matter as right. long as I seen that in you or heard something. Right. It's like, and I didn't just hand you over the keys to something. I, like right. it's a process, yeah, and that's course. what it is. And you know, it's a beautiful thing. Again, I love seeing these stories. I swear to you, I love it. It's like it's really like a proud, proud moment. Yeah. Again, just watching the growth and uh, development that yeah. I'm watching for you. I you know what I'm saying? That, yeah. Man. And I, I mean, listen, I appreciate y'all for being so open. For allowing me to come in and, and, and be a part of telling y'all story, you know, yeah. because your story is so incredible. And by the way, it ain't over for those out there. <laughs> they have still, no idea. It's like you're in another story right here. Oh yeah, this podcast. I mean, it's, it's still going. It's still going. <laughs> Adventures music and yeah, everything yeah. that Irv has going on with visionary ideas. Visionary ideas. Yeah. Shout out visionary ideas. Right. Shout out visionary things. Latinos coming soon. Oh, don't tell him. Don't tell him. Don't let him know. Today. Don't let him know. But that's but that's the thing. That's the ill thing about uh, hip hop is yeah. that it's just it's you. We kind of come from this thing where we just steal shit. We just yes. kind of like we 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 take that that not. I won't let me not say steal shit, but we we take initiative. You know what I mean? We we, we when you out. said steal, you really just meant we don't care. We're right. just going. Right. We're gonna we get it go. done, hook or crook. We're gonna right. make it happen. Right. I understood exactly what right. you meant. I'm clearing it up for the listeners Thank that you. may not have understood <laughs> what you meant when you said steal. He's not physically stealing. No, no. It's like no, but with that mindset of stealing is we we're gonna just take what we want and we're gonna right. go. From right. hip hop started from samples, and then we don't know they, yeah. they they said hey you can't do that anymore, but that wasn't stealing. The ideas that we have. Right. See, for example, Gucci's cool, but if I see a Gucci. On a blanquito, that shit ain't cool. 
When you see somebody Gucci flip it up with some, you know, the, yeah. the hip hop do different shit. Yeah. Let's keep it a buck. All these brands, Timberland, you're cool, go walk around, take a hike. But when you wear them shits with some sneak with some shorts off, it's and July <laughs> with a pair of tits, right? Yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, it's Nike. Different. That little switch shot feel Nike, you cool. But until hip hop grab right. that shit and dress right? it and up. Now, my man who just passed away, what he's done with Nike and Louis Vuitton and even during the pandemic verses was created through, through because of the pandemic because you yes. could so hip hop will always and when you say murder ink yeah. that's hip hop hip hop right so um yeah yeah we've been we've been we've been stealing a lot of shit and, yeah. and not and, and creating the better, at the same time absolutely the better word is reappropriation that's what we're doing reappropriate we're, we're, we're reappropriate you know what I mean like these brands and this I mean and that's just the kind of mentality that I, that I kind of go into any project with. And when I went into making that unauthorized documentary, it was not trying to, it was, yo, I want to celebrate and I want to talk about this story because I'm passionate about Why Murder, Inc.? Out of all, I mean, I don't know how old you And you're you from are. Oakland. Right, from this Oakland, is, yeah. a, no, yeah. when you said that, the Bay I made sure area, I said Oakland because, yeah, you know, when you talk eight. California, you can't say just, West Coast, no, 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 Oakland no, 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 no. wants to be Oakland. Yeah. Oakland is Brooklyn. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. If you don't know one from Brooklyn, it yeah. says they from New York. You cross that bridge. I'm from got, Brooklyn. Yeah. Word. But that whole Bay Area, you could have done uh, uh, too short. You could have so many great artists mm. from that era. Come on. Why murder? Mac Dre. I'll tell you what. Because I'm, I'm, I grew up in Oakland, California, um, Richmond, California. I grew up, I'm a Bay kid, right? right. Yeah. But the way y'all was getting it, and yeah. on the East Coast, mm-hmm. like with Bad Boy, with Rockefeller, Murder, Inc., that whole Def Jam, you know, that whole thing. I always just was enamored by, like, out where I'm from. And listen, I love my West Coast. I love Oakland. I E-40. Love LA, E-40. But, what up, know, boy? We, we, ride, we ride around the scrapers and, like, the old school Buick. A.G. Cubano putting paint where it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, West Coast is definitely a, a car culture type of thing. But, yeah. like. Look on the East Coast, and y'all was running around in Maybachs and Bentleys, Benzes, yeah, Benz. It's like just a different level of like black luxury, and and, yeah. and I was just always so drawn to the way y'all would do the Chris style. It just was a higher level of thing, and so I just I was always drawn to like how how in the hell is these ki- like y'all were? I'm 31, right? right. So I'm, I know how young I still feel. Like you, yeah. y'all was getting. Hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars at twenty five and thirty, like, and that just was like, yo, and these guys is from no formal education, you know, like no, no formal, none of that, like no MBAs, no Harvard, nothing, and you just getting it out the mud, like out the mud, and like, but you know, it's just again, um, I give all credit to my brother. He was just relentless, yeah, with yeah. music. Yeah. I mean, relentless, and his goal. It's funny you, you know, you talk about you don't, you know, he was. His goal was to be Dr. Dre or just as good as Dr. Dre or better. That was his goal. When I when Irv first started, it was just uh, Top Dog Productions, his production company. He was a producer, and he wanted to be as big or better than Dr. Dre. And he that's his honestly that's his music idol, Dr. Dre. And then, you know if you ask him, he'll tell you that was his favorite producer bar none. Well, I will argue that. If you really want to talk about it, you and we was kind of talking about offline. Irv might be the East Coast Dr. Dre. Absolutely, no, that's that's absolutely. He is the East Coast if Dr. You really Dre. Really think about it. Um, like, and you know, it's funny when they met. 
when they first met, I remember we were on, um, I think it was the Up in Smoke tour or a little before that. It was actually before that. And we had a meeting with Dr. Dre. And it was basically each other complimenting each other. Because Dre recognized what you're saying. Like, you're the East Coast Dr. Dre or... You know, and he's like, what you're doing is unbelievable. And Irv said, no, 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 you're the GOAT. You're the one. You know, it was just back and forth. It was really, for me, just sitting back watching it. It was like, because I know that's my brother. That's my little brother, first and foremost. I raised Irv. So at the end of the day, just to see he's with his idol or it's the one he wants to be. You know, you know. imagine if who's your director that you want to be with and you get to sit with them and they're giving you the accolades of being just as good or better than they are, and you're like, hold up, I'm right. just Michael J. Payton, right. you know? Right. That's how I, and I know what that feels like for Irv, I, right. it, you know, because he's my, I feel it, I understood it, and I was just happy for him. That's, just how, happy that's for exactly him. how I felt when everything was going on, and you called me, yeah. and Irv, because, listen, first and foremost, this may make BT really upset, but I'm not really a director. Like I don't. I, yes. This is not like I, I make movies and I make. But I don't really consider myself to be like a, a pure like a Martin Scorsese or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like. I'm just a hip hop guy who who wants to use whatever platform and medium I can to get our stories out. So at first I started off as that's an proof artist. in itself that you just said that that proves you're a hip hop guy. That's it's, that's real. That to me is the proof. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> you just, are of this culture. I just want to tell our <laughs> stories. And at first it started with me being an artist and I wanted to do music and I was doing music and I was producing and spitting and whatever. Then it morphed into me doing music videos. Then it morphed into me doing this and then now content and all the other stuff I'm working on. But for me, to sitting across from you right now, it's like I get chills. Oh, I, man. I, I literally would study you. I would study everything that you... That's, that's how I knew the, knew the story so Yeah, well. yeah. You told an incredible story without talking to us. And I'm yeah. like, yo, how did he <laughs> know that? Us, he doesn't know us. How right. How do you know so much about us? Yes. And that right. just I comes studied. from work. You know, one of the other... You know, you're, 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 you did your documentary. How long did that take you to put together? I like to say... Now, now thinking about it, always heard Jay say it took him 26 years to make his first album. Yeah. Right? And now when I think about it, seeing where everything led me, I would say from the moment I heard the first, when I first heard Holla Holla, holla, holla. until, because I was a fan. I was a fan from, I was what? You know, we broke John. Wait a second. Let me, this is the question he didn't answer before. I said, why Murder, Inc.? And he mentions, well, you know, he's seen rock. You could have done a documentary on Jay and Rockefeller, you but I think done. he, I, I think he did say he did say he was he was just hooked. He I liked murder, with murder, with murder Inc. Well, because remember you mentioned you yes. were hooked with the whole glamour of New York right. City and the rappers and the crystal. He didn't mention and why. You mentioned you mentioned Murder Inc. You mentioned uh, uh, Rock. You mentioned Boy. Bad Boys. Right? You could have done it on Bad Boys. Why out of everything you specifically said I'm studying this? I'm going to do it when you're making was it a decision. The trial? No, well, I did. I actually did do one. And on when Jay. did you actually start? Oh, he did one on. I did Jay. one on Jay a few years back, and it did, it did okay on YouTube. But, but like, he didn't respond. You didn't reach out to him. I didn't reach out or to anybody him. at Rock Nation. No, I, but it was. This is before Rock Nation. This was just maybe 2012. Yeah, Rockefeller, yeah. yeah. But I, I didn't really. Dane would have responded to me. It was more. It wasn't. It never shout out about, Dame Dash. Shout out to Dame. Yeah, but to me and Jay, you know, what I'm saying it never family. was really about like. I didn't ever expect anybody to respond, right? Mm-hmm. I, I just did it because I thought it was a good piece of content, a story I wanted to be told. I hope that it, people had seen it and would give me some notoriety, but I didn't think it was going to go here, right? Yeah. But 
to to your question about why Murder Inc. I mean, and and how long I've been working on it. Because truthfully, after I did the J one I did on YouTube, I started already formulating. That was two thousand and thirteen, and then I started formulating that idea. I said the next one I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do all the East Coast like the things that I love. So I'm gonna do one on Rockefeller. I'm gonna do one on uh, Murder Inc. I'm gonna do one on Def Jam. That was my triad. I was gonna yeah. do, and then so I just years that went by, and I just I don't know. I never got around to doing it, but I was doing my research heavy, but I was already a fan. So that's why I sure. say I've been doing it since since the day I first heard Holla Holla was because I was some some reason I just have always been enamored with the murder ain't like the reason I got into music. The reason because I always was as a kid I was a fan of music, but I never wanted to actually do it until and I'll tell you when. It was the Irv Gotti presents the Ink album mm. with Down For You and all that, the pledge sure, on sure, it. Sure, sure, sure. And it was something about when I got the album artwork and I opened it up and I saw Irv was in the white fedora. You you yeah, was in yeah. there. Everyone was in there just like fitted up in front of the old school cars. Yeah. And I was like. On some gangster shit. That was shit. ill. I was like, that's. But it, and again, I was already a Rule fan. I was already in the Shanti fan. I was already like in. But then when I saw Irv, I was like, yo, who is? I didn't really know who Irv got. I mean, like, yeah. that, you know, I was 10. So who the hell, how do I know, right? But <laughs> right, right. I was like, who's that guy? Like, he don't rap. He don't, but he just controls his whole shit. And from there, <laughs> I remember that summer. It, that must have been summer 2002 or something like that. I remember mm -hmm. I got all my cousins together. I was like, look, we're going to start a label. It's going to be called MVP <laughs> Records, and I'm going to be the boss, and you're going to rap. <laughs> and, oh, and I made dope. my first album that I ever made on my computer was... It was called The Family because Irv had the ink. I was like, yeah. I'm going to have The family. family. And that was my first time ever making a record. And, and and so from there, that... You had someone to look up to and kind of mimic. Yeah. And then, are they doing that? I could do it like exactly. that. Exactly. And so, I was 10 and I was up here making like album artwork and then yeah, we all was taking dope. the picture with me and we was on, it was like on some gangster shit. You know, like, yeah. that's... But that's where everything started. Back to what you said about Irv and Dre and like that whole thing. Like, that's honestly how I feel. Every Like, I've been... Like, the last few days, I've been texting, like, me and Leo Cohen been texting. Me and Steve yeah. Stout been texting. Like, Is that crazy? I'm like, I'm a kid from Oakland. Like, nah, that's I'm dope. I'm sitting here across from Shut Chris Scotty and Don De Niro. Like, what? Like what the hell? What am I doing here? Like yeah. you know, so it's, it's oh, bugged yeah. out. Yeah, it's bugged. It's all out. about the opportunity. I look yeah. at life and all these things. It's just who gives you the opportunity or the chance to do what you do. And when you get that chance, what do you do with it? Again, you already had delivered something. So I know one thing's for sure. My brother is about creativity. He's a visionary. That's why his company's called Visionary Ideas. He sees things. And when he's seen what you put together, I already know when he gets with you, it's over. Like, it's really, he's going to create something special with you and, you and, again, lead you with information, knowledge. It's going to be coming from you, and it's just, you know, that's that chemistry. Mm -hmm. He had it with every artist he was working with across the board, including Jay-Z. It was that chemistry. Right. It wasn't just Murder, Inc. that Irv did. See, it's a lot of other things he did for all these other labels. You know, they... Rockefeller, DMX. Yeah. But it, yeah. I could go into Universal, Warner Brothers, you know, they or, you know, Atlantic, they all called for hit records from Irv, and Irv delivered them hit records for different artists on their labels. And that's how you made the money. So, again, he was really a hitman for hire, you know? <laughs> You know, it, with Murder Inc. Yeah. He was a hitman. He made hits. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, he's doing the same thing. I, I, It's funny because I call him 
He doesn't know I call him. I call him Frankenstein, Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> he creates monsters. Uh, <laughs> You're the monster he's working on right real. now, and real. that's what he does. He real. creates monsters, and it's like, yo, he just puts things together, and he does it his way. He's very, real. let's say, uh, unconventional, very. unorthodox in his approach. Very. And I've seen executives go crazy when they he talk to Irv both sides, loving what he's saying and like, you're crazy, this is never going to work, and it works. Right. You know, it, it's just a great thing, and then, you know, so we go from you making your documentary, I still didn't hear how long it took you to make it, I know you were saying it took you since, I guess, how long, I, I, if I interviewed Jay and he said that, I'm like, that's not what I'm asking. Right, right. right? <laughs> I understand what you're saying, believe right. me, I'm clear. Right. Like, it took you all that information to right. have the desire, but physically time. The physical putting together. Um, it actually took about two months. Two months. Yeah. So now here you are. Yeah. That documentary took two months. Now you're doing the official documentary. Yeah, the official. How long has that been taking you? <laughs> See, this is what you learned. Yeah, yeah. You learned, okay, basically if you was an independent artist on Adventure Music right. and you learned, you get a song that has certain success, but to get to the level we're talking now, right. it's a big difference, yes? It's a huge difference. And you have a, 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 you have a real budget. Yeah. You have a full team, a staff yeah. of people that's trying to get you everything yeah. that you want. You say you want to talk to Leo Cohen, boom, someone's calling Leo yeah. Cohen and getting Leo Cohen. Yeah. Same right. with Stout. Yeah. You Thanks. know. You know, so tell Stephen me that Hill. process. Stephen Hill, Hill, come on. It's, Shout yeah. out Steve, man. Shout out to Steve, man. He's a great you know, guy. Steve gave her his deal with Tails. Yeah. Absolutely. Incredible. Thank you. Absolutely. He had the vision to see that Irv had something that's special. What it, takes. it takes that. But but from the time from the time I talked to Irv to us first going to the first company and now where we at now, about two and a half years. Two and, and, and a half we just, years and we just versus two months and we're not done yet. Not we're done. not done. Oh, we're far like we're, <laughs> when will the documentary at, be done in your opinion? Or, or you know we're what I mean? Supposed to be looking at a June release date. June of this year. I don't know if I'm supposed to say that, but <laughs> June of this year. Not that, but no. <laughs> Edit. We're gonna clip it, Bruce. Fix it. This year. Sometime this year, we're supposed to be dropping. The, uh, it's Oof. supposed to be dropping. That seems close. It's very close. Very close. I know. I have to reshoot. Yeah. To get more, but yeah. I'm telling you, I'm gonna give you. you some crazy shit this Please time. Do. Man. Please do. Please do. playing, y'all. Send that check, boy. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it takes time, though, it's man. It's in I'm the just, mail. Greatness takes time, and we're, we're absolutely doing, we're, we're doing with this murdering documentary. Docu, sorry, docu series. It's a five part series. Is we're creating a premium docu series experience. It's, it, this is going to be for BT for BT, and this wow. this must. And I'm calling it an experience. It's not just a show. It's an yes. experience because the ride that you're going to go on from the time Irv. You know, is is a kid on the stool on a stool DJing with the DJ with the set you got him all the way to breaking DMX to getting his first label to everything that's going on now and yeah. all the ride that went through Rule and Ashanti and every it's a roller coaster, yo, super roller coaster, a, a, a federal trial that <sighs> is like to me. I don't understand why this isn't like the biggest movie in the world because. That's incredible. It's like, funny because it's funny you say why isn't the biggest. I always felt like uh, Universal um, tried to stifle that because the truth would come out that they was actually on the other side of the fence, mm -hmm. um, and you know the truth of their real motives 
you know, behind everything, in my opinion. Yeah. You know, but the that them on the other side of the fence is not an opinion, it's a fact. It's a fact. Yeah. What I'm saying my opinion to is their motives, their true motives. Right. Unless I was in the room, I wouldn't really know. But you know, you get an idea. Right. That right. they really just wanted all our assets. They wanted um all of Murder Inc.'s assets. That's nuts. You know, and that's crazy. That's and crazy. Irv Irv is so loyal, you know, he couldn't believe he could not believe that the people he was doing all this work for to make sure things are successful, giving them these ideas. You know, I could argue Leo Cohen is only there because Irv got it. When we first met Leo, he was getting fired. Coming to the house in Hollis, Queens, crying. This is not a, this isn't me talking. This is a fact. You know what I'm saying? This is real life. This is what happened. And he would come crying, saying they're taking my company. He said, you cut me, I bleed Def Jam. That's what he told us. And, you know, he'd come and have Sunday dinners with my mother and father in Hollis, Queens, and me and her, like, and he had his son, Oz. Shout out, Oz, man. I haven't seen you forever. You know what I'm saying? And come there, and then, again, but, now, Def Jam wasn't built with just Murder, Inc. You have Rough Riders, Rockefeller, both companies Irv brought in, Right? But then you have Redman, Method Man, Foxy Brown. You know, the list goes on. Nelly, Ludacris. But I will say the reason they was able to do those things is because of us. Because we, and I'm not taking for Rockefeller right. or uh, Rough Riders because they had huge stars in that same time. But the people that came after us all benefited from us because of the success we had. You know, when you got into it, it was radio. We was probably the biggest at radio, bigger right. than Jay, right. bigger than, because uh, uh, he crossed over. So our spins, you know, the proof is in the numbers. I'm not making, again, this is not me making this up. This is just what it was. And with that comes a lot of leverage. And that leverage wasn't passed to the people that owned the leverage. They took it. And that's what I found out in hindsight after the fact. You know, while we're going through the storm and everything, and we're doing it. I didn't understand that. Right. That the leverage was we could leverage Ja Rule when he goes does those does those shows. We could bring in my other artists, Cadillac right. Tide, Black right. Child, right. go and break them. And we never got that use of that leverage where they used it for the other artists that they own one hundred percent of. Right. Like a, a, a Luda, and I fuck with Luda, that's my man, but they use that leverage, same with Nelly, all of that, because of the success of a murder ring. And again, these are things you learn after. I didn't know that at the moment. Right. You know, I know now. You know, when we came to Def Jam, they didn't have a pop division. Right. Leo paid Ken Lane, I believe, $5 million to start a pop division. Why? Ja Rule's records are playing on Z100 automatically without no one spending a dollar. Which never happened. Hip hop ever happened. He was, that's groundbreaking shit. So that was what the difference was. And, you know, it's very, um, like I said, I believe Universal might have had an agenda <laughs> through that trial and why they kind of turned. You know, we did, wow. it took us years to get our deal back after we win the trial. That right. was more proof to me right. that, that why wouldn't you just give us our deal right back right. so we could keep going and running because they didn't want to support us no more. Um, and then uh, the next thing was they give us our deal back, but really it was like, yeah, take that, it's over. Right. You know what I mean? Right. There right. was no support. Right. And then Irv found out, and then that's when he was like, I'm not doing this no more. So Murder, Inc. didn't just die. It was like Irv was like, they're not supporting us. Right. I can't win over here. Right. But he was really 
probably more, I don't want to say, like devastated because it was friends right. or friends, people that he thought was friends and would never do that to him for all the things he's done. Right. And then to win the trial and they still do it, he's right. like, what? It didn't make any sense. So it was rough. You're going to get it all in the documentary. Yeah. The, the <laughs> world's going to hear it all. The world's going to hear it. It's, yeah. it's a lot. It's a lot. You're going to get it in the documentary. So two and a half story. years for the new documentary and counting. And counting. And counting. And counting. <laughs> well, hopefully this year is the year. We, we got to get this yeah. thing out. That's why you're here. Yeah. That's why you're I'm shooting. Here. Yes, that's why I'm here in New how, York City. How close are you to rapping? Uh, I mean, it's a process. So, I mean, I think it's a matter of a few months, a few more months, and we'll be we should be able to have a real solid date and, and get things launched. But the goal with me and our BET partners is to make sure we have this out this year. Coming up. Yeah. Like, that's the, that's our North Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's fire. Let yeah. me ask, so, and then all of this is springing from that, what I call the, the text or the, the IG yeah. pet, you yeah. know, when you, when you hit us on IG. And then you also are doing another documentary. Yeah. yeah. Which is? So I'm, wor I'm working uh, with the legendary and uh, one and only Supreme McGriff. Huh. Uh, Kenneth Shout McGriff out Supreme. On this documentary. Hold your head, boy. Shout out to Supreme, man. Yeah. Supreme is a, he's a very fascinating guy. One of one. Yeah, he's one of one. One of he's one. He's one of one. And I've been really... Uh, blessed with the opportunity to executive produce, uh, be one of the executive producers on his uh, docu-series, uh, forthcoming docu-series called The Mundane Truth, mm. uh, which is also executive produced by Mike Tyson. And we're working on it right now. It's incredible. It's really about, you know, everyone knows, you know, there's a few Supreme Team things, uh, docu-series docu that are coming out, but this is from the man himself, this it's is official. This is official. Yes. And it's not about what people think. It's not going to be Have about... Have you spoken to him? I talk to him almost every day. Yeah, I know. I talk to Supreme almost every day now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's nuts. Like, yeah. um, but um, it, it's really about the, the, the trial and the way that the, the his trial was mishandled. Yes. The reason why he's in right now. Yes. And he just feels that, you know, he, he says to me all the time, listen... I'm not saying that I can prove my innocence, but I can tell you uh, uh, that the way that the the fact, I'm going to lay out the facts and let the people decide right. if they think that I should be here where I'm at right now. He said, oh. he said I've accepted. There's no way, there's no way with the with everything that he should have been up for um, his life. No. Um, meaning like he was on, um, you know, to be executed. Yeah. If he fit, you know, I didn't realize like when you go into this system that, um, basically, and they say, what is the, what's the right word? Come on. Not life is life is the L just the L, but when, yeah. when you're on death row, death row, death row. Okay. When you're, what is that called for the jails? Like when you go, I mean, uh, for capital the system, punishment. capital punishment is something else. I'm not, I'm missing yeah. what I'm, I, I'm not getting it, but it'll come to me. But when you're on death row, and or or up for death row, you're right. up for that, and you lose your trial. You have to have another trial to prove your life is worth living. Right. There's no way Kenneth Supreme Griff was supposed to get that. Right. He was supposed again him getting jail time. He should have a date to get released. For him not to have a date to me is just wrong. 
again for what really went on yeah. for what he was responsible yeah. for you know um whatever that may be again i wasn't a part of supreme right. team right. in that sense what supreme did and i talk freely about all of this right. he only helped irv and myself mm-hmm. and people say how did he help he helped because he knew everybody wherever we went mm-hmm. if i went to North Carolina, he knew people in North Carolina. See, we're in a different era. Right. Um, that era for Supreme, or that time frame when we're going there and doing shows, you was dealing with the local kingpin. And if you didn't have a relationship, they was robbing you right after they paid you. Mm-hmm. They knew everybody that was part of your team. They knew what you was wearing jewelry-wise, and they would just rob you. So what he would do is help navigate through it. And it, for me personally, because at that time, we wasn't big. We're real small still. Right. Um, and we're, you know, I'm basically doing every. I would sit outside the club making sure they come out and everything's right. cool. That no one's there lining right. us up. Right. You know, it was so many things that went on back in that era, in that moment in time. And right. so he only helped from a relationship standpoint. So when he asked to help support him with his movie Crime Partners, he didn't just ask us. He asked Jay-Z, right. which they gave. Right. You know, it was a bunch of people that gave, right. and that that movie that he made, Crime Partners, did very well. Did over yeah. four million dollars first week, yeah. straight to DVD, which is pretty big, you know. Crazy. And he spent about we spent on the movie with him and all of the people he had invested. It was almost uh, four hundred thousand dollars. So that's, that's not a bad ten x yeah. on your first week. Not bad. And then that's when, to me, the feds really came in and shut everything down. Right. But, you know, uh, when you say you speak to Supreme every day and everything, like, what are you, how, so he's going over the trial of his yeah. of his case? Yeah, so he's going, I mean, his thing with me is to get is to get me the, as much of a download on his story mm-hmm. so that even if he has to go down or if he's not available, that I can still then take it and, and run with the story and know exactly what what's that process like for you are you recording everything we we, we talk i write things down you just I'm, taking I'm just, notes yeah taking down notes and just listening and, and honestly you know my job is not to say he's innocent or to, to prove that anything. it's really just allow him to tell his story yeah. right because that's that's what's i mean to me and just from from a personal standpoint it is it's odd that a man is pretty much being denied the right to testify on his own behalf, mm-hmm. right? I mean, to me, that's kind of a mistrial. And as what he, what he said, the way he puts it, it's you know the the, the system denied him his constitutional right, mm-hmm. and you know he has a case, and and that's that's the uh, that's kind of the lane that we're going in with this docu series is to really explore that. And again, it's not to prove that he's at least from Supreme's mouth. He's like, I don't really even care about proving my innocence. It's really about, uh, or, or no, this is what he said. He says, he said, I'm not going to tell you that I'm innocent. I'm just going to show, show you and let the evidence speak for itself and I can prove it to you that, you know, this case was mishandled, yeah. right? So um, that's that. That's the mundane truth um, that we're working on. That hopefully we'll have a, some release date for that soon, but it's yeah. really exciting. It's, it's a different approach to the Supreme story because yeah. – we all hear about the gangster shit. We yeah. all hear about the Supreme Team in the yeah. '80s, but you know, why is this man sitting in jail right now? Like right. when he came out and got his life together and was flipping yeah, things he, around, and he came out on a, an appeal, right? Gave back, I think, like ten something years or twelve years after doing like twelve. Yeah. 
Um, it's just weird, but it, you know, if there's vendettas, vindictive, you know, yeah. happens. I yeah. get it. You know, he's he's surrounded with a lot of negativity from that kingpin title he had. Yeah. Uh, so I get that. I'm not, I understand that. It's like I said, but kingpins come home. Right, you pay your debt to society. You pay your you come debt, home. and they come home. And right. with all these laws changing, all of these drug right. rules, right, they coming home faster than before. Right, <laughs> and that's why you know I think what it's mean? interesting too, uh, particularly when we talk about Murder Inc. and the trials. We have all this talk these days about justice reform, and mm-hmm. you know how injustice the system. I mean, I think the Murder Inc. story and the way they did these Murder two Inc. brothers who. Yeah really had a legitimate business. It wasn't nothing. I mean, it's this is public information, y'all. Yes. Like, like Def Jam gave y'all the money to start Murder, Murder uh, Inc. Like, yeah. there was no... But because of your, who you were affiliated with, because and you read through the trial and read through the, the court docs, it's like the way that they dressed and the the, the judge was like, oh, Have Murder you read Inc. the transcripts I of the trial? I read all the transcripts. It's great, nuts. Great, It's, it's a nuts. great read. It's nuts. It's so fucking nuts. It's nuts. Can, let me ask you a question. Did you get the motion hearings transcripts? I've seen, I've read a lot of documents. Because, you know, there's something that happened in that motion hearings. I won't say it now, but that, that people won't believe it. I was there for every motion hearing, which usually. Can I say it? <laughs> can I say okay. You can say whatever you want. I don't want to say nothing right now, but you can say whatever you want, and yeah. I'm cool. Yeah. Trust me, I'm yeah. cool. But at the end of the day, it's just nuts how they treated yeah. us. And, mis- you know, really, the in my opinion, when I go and say they know exactly who we are, they know the business we had, they know who we was dealing with and how we was dealing with them, um, which was all business. It was never anything um, other than that. And to say... You know, or to treat to treat us that way, it was like they just wanted us to tell, yeah. and they never thought that because we're doing nine figures in revenue right. and everything that we wouldn't we would tell because right. that's what pretty much I don't know everyone else in my position right. might have did. I'm just not cut from that cloth, and I was like, I'm not gonna make up a story on someone that didn't do these things right. or I have no knowledge of it if they did. I'm not doing that, right. and I was like. I, I can't make up a story if you want me to tell a story. And they would come to my house literally every day, Irv's house literally every day, and press, and just press. Say, you're going to be right next to him. <laughs> yo, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah, yo. bro. You know, I got dudes that went inside, you know what I'm saying? my part, One of my partners that, I, again, I won't mention his name, but shout him out. He knows exactly who he is. And he was inside at the time for a very small case. You know, he has to do a couple years or whatever, maybe. I think five years, actually. And they're going into his jail every day, pressing him to tell, to make up something on us so then they could put the pressure. That's what they do. Right, right. You know, they just do that. And it's wrong, but it's what you're facing when you're in that system. I I feel like, and this is just my opinion, um, just from the outside looking in and everything I've done as far as the research, in my opinion, it feels... It felt a little bit like kind of a modern day lynching. Talk about it. Like if you really think about it, like they're putting like like why like why like you know what I mean? Like it, you it, know, it, 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 it take hip hop. I think at the time down. it was a, it was really about hip hop. Yeah, but yeah. You take yeah. Murder Inc. down if you if you were in there and then you study like oh they created this. Man, this, I want to go in on this. Man, we're gonna have to do another. 
yeah, yeah, for just to. this because yeah. it's so much reason. Yeah, that's a whole. Different. I feel like again, you, it touches the nerve hey, for me. When they're about yeah. to drop it, then we'll bring them back and yeah. talk. But about you know, it. when I when when this is brought up, the narrative really like fucks with me. Like you know, what Lived I'm saying? It. Right. you know, they took they took basically three years of my life. You know, what I'm saying a nine figure business that was for my family. Yeah. That's what they did. But we still here. We gonna get it all back and more, right. and more. But it's again, it's the fact that they took it. Yeah, and they know. That this was not, you know, you know, the things they was trying to say wasn't part of what we did. No. Again, I was paying more in taxes. They charged us with a million dollars for money laundering, and I was paying more in taxes. Yeah. Makes no sense at all. But that's why I said I, I use that strong language like that, saying it's a modern day because here you have this this black owned business that's mm-hmm. killing it. I mean, what y- y'all were doing, yes, is just. I'm sorry, I. All due respect, I love Jay. Everyone yeah. knows I love Puff. I love all, but they wasn't doing it like y'all was doing. No. Like Rockefeller at that wasn't. moment, at that moment in time, you're talking again. We definitely had that spot. Yeah. Again, um, you know, Ja was a Ja was a fucking monster. Shout out Ja Rule. But also, and in the marketing that was done because of Irv yeah. and the things that he thought of yeah. and came up with and the visuals and everything. Yeah. Shout out Irv Guy. Like again, he's yeah. a beast, man. And shout out hey. that Murdering Street team too. Oh, Dex, Dex Diamond. Diamond. Shout out you know, to the hey. Murdering Street team. <laughs> Dex, Dex Diamante. Diamante. Yeah. <laughs> no, Dex was a monster. Dex probably had about 100 to 150 people under him. Again, when we when the feds raided our office, he got in trouble. He gets locked up because one of those dudes had a gun in that damn room. We got to say that for the doc. We but they hit it. The Dex didn't know what it was. Wow. But Dex got that thing. I had to get a million dollar bail up for Dex. Wow. Get his ass out. Shout out to Dex Diamond, man. Dex Diamond. Shout out Dex, man. That's why he's with me to this day, man. But that's what I'm saying. That when I say in terms of what y'all were doing, not just what you were doing on the front of the cameras, but what you were doing behind the scenes yeah. in terms of putting people on. Yes. Real guys from the streets was giving. Yeah. Who would they ever get the opportunity? You could t- sit and talk to me all day about, oh uh, man, you know, the opportunity that Irv gave you. But listen. I, I was already going through college, and I've already, I, I would I would figure it out. You got a sure. lot of guys who would probably never have opportunity to be legit to get off the streets Absolutely. if it wasn't for for what y'all were doing and y'all hiring people. So to me, that's why I take a special. Just I just don't. To me, it bothers me the way that that narrative went down, and I hope that we are able to to kind of um, remind people of just what that was in this docu series. Absolutely. You know? So, you know, I want to thank you for coming in, Definitely. man. You covered everything. You know, congratulations on all your success. And I know you're now, you're also part of Visionary Ideas with my brother. I already know this. Yeah, I'm going to keep it quiet. And no, no we don't, real. we talk less. We do more. Yeah, that's what we do that's here. Real. So, you know, it's not, a, we're not about that. We're not about it, you know, bragging and boasting. Maybe yeah. it's because we grew up in Hollis, Queens. I don't know. You know we're not from Harlem, you know. You know what I mean, Puffy? Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> we ain't trying to floss and shine on everybody. Yeah. We just get it. Word. And that's it. So let me ask you a question. What kind of advice could you give, like, up-and-coming directors or filmmakers or even producers because you created, you know, on how to get started or what to do? I would just say as a creative in general, because I was kind of saying earlier, I don't even look at myself as a traditional director in that sense. I'm a, I'm a creative. I'm a hip-hop guy. who I don't care if it's film. I don't care if it's TV. I don't care if it's music. 
whatever the vehicle is, I'm a, I want to tell our story. So just mm. as a creative, I just say, go for what you want. Go for what you believe in. Like, find that idea and just start it. Like, start it. Just start it. Like, I don't give That's a, our motto here. I don't care if you, if you want, I've got this ill idea for a movie. Write one paragraph of that script. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, just, or if you want to start shooting or filming, take your iPhone and just start making, th- like, just start doing it. Like, creating don't something. sit back and, and think about it so much. Just do it. Yeah. That's, all, that's the only. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. It's never going to be perfect. The time is never perfect. Everyone waits to, hey, I'm going to do it when I have X amount of dollars or when I buy the, fr- the right. It's just about taking action and going. Understand that you have to go for what you want. No one else is going to give it to you. Thanks. Nobody else is going to give you. Let me tell you before. I know we run out of time, but when I was at NYU as a grad student, I was applying for jobs. I was trying to get jobs at Live Nation. I tried to get jobs at BET and Viacom. And I mean, I'm talking about nothing. Dead. Ringers, and I had, I'm, I'm a grad student, I got a bachelor's degree, I got this experience, I worked in all kind of radio and music, nothing. nothing. It, it wasn't until I took my own initiative mm-hmm. and put that docu, doc up on YouTube and just went for it, and now I'm here and I'm working. Doing what fact, you love. Yeah, matter of fact, BT, you know, BT is is now, you know, I'm, I'm at a high level in BT, not sure. just an, in, an intern or whatever, I'm, I'm actually working... Oh. We put you in position. You put me in position. And that's it. Now it's your job to do what you do. Exactly. And that's exactly. it. That's all anyone could ask is be put in that position or given that opportunity, opportunity to yeah. change And then lives. you do what you have to do. So take initiative. That's why take my advice initiative. to everybody out there, take initiative. All right. Yeah. And I appreciate you for coming through. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Thank you and much success. Congrats. Definitely, man. Appreciate you having you, me, man. Kill that doc. Man, yeah. absolutely. Make sure yeah, you get yeah, my yeah. good side. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, this is Chris Gotti, Don DeNero. Giving them the business. Yes. <laughs> bang, bang.